Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to another week of Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the MyTalk app. It is the first hour of Monday show. By the way, it is May 18th, 2020. For those of you who are keeping track at home, you may be maybe doing it. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I think people knew this date because it was a kind of an opening. That's true. Of sorts. That's but true. Yet you and I were just doing some ads for some clients. Yeah. And we said, well, they'll be opening on May 18th, and neither of us got it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Which, Which means today. Yeah. Today. Hey, everybody. Happy we Monday. Had, we had the longest Sunday in the world yesterday. Oh. oh. Did that one go on a long time or what, you guys? <laughs> that may have been the longest one yet. Because <laughs> I mean, we were so trapped. Trapped. You couldn't even walk. The puddles were too big. No. Oh, and the wind was too strong. Yeah. It was. It, it was a wicked day. It really was. At one point, I was like, what do you mean it's only 11, 12? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, doesn't Casey get up crazy early? He's a 5 a.m. Yeah. You know. Every day? Every yeah. day. And uh, if he's, you know, really feeling frisky, he's a 4, 4 a.m. Yeah, no, I mean, that would be... it was a long day for everybody, I think. Well, I did want to just, I got an email from uh, Mick Sterling. Remember, we talked to him for the stand for Minnesota, and they were trying to raise money in 24 hours just for... Um, People who were being evicted and can pay their bill, heat it's bills. eviction and disconnection notices. Yeah. And so they raised, uh, they had 275 donors text or email us in that 24 hours, and they raised almost $24,000. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. So it's being split between PRISM, the Angel Foundation, and the 30 Days Foundation, and they paid directly to the source. Wonderful. Yeah. So anyway, so that was really cool. I did my 12 episode binge of Outlander started on Tuesday. I did it through the watchathon. You did it. It was amazing. Wow. It was absolutely, it is such a good fifth season. It was so, so good. There was a, there was some satisfying uh, sex scenes. There was some satisfying storytelling. There was something unbelievable that happened. And um, yeah, it was just really, really, really good. I've been, I, I dipped in, I dipped my toe into Hollywood. Oh, yeah. The Ryan Murphy. Yeah. That's just fun. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cheesy. It's cheesy fun. I made it yeah. through like four episodes, but then yeah. I really went all in on, on Money Heist. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm on the, 
my mom, mom watched it all. Yeah. She, I said, what are you doing? She goes, heist, Money heist, heist got to go. I'm on, there's so many, Julie, there's so many episodes. Oh, there are. You know, That's like a five Except season. for, I think the first year is the slowest because the second one just clips along like that. And mm-hmm. I'm already in the third one. It's, that is a good show on Netflix, people. I really, that was what I was in. And then I just painted my vanity and there's nothing worse than painting something that's been like shellacked painted, you know, from the manufacturer and just sand it all down and I'm painting white, black. I'm painting black. So many layers of paint. Yuck. Give me Why something. Why are you to, doing that? Because it looks so much better. Oh. It's going to look amazing when mm. I'm done. Holly, did you do anything of note? Well, I think it was just like everybody else. We're trapped inside. Side. We're just watching stuff. Dipped, good? In, dipped into the grate. Oh, oh Daddy and, told us about that. Yeah, so that's the Catherine the Great uh, kind of fictionalized version of her story. And I think that you guys do a taste test of it. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's absurd. It has kind of dark humor to it. The so. same, is it the same person who did the favorite? Because that was kind of a farce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You have liked this. Yeah, I, yeah the, it looks like fun. Yeah, the the uh, it's Lori was getting all good in reviews. Outlander. I would have. I had to. I had only room for Outlander. I couldn't even watch the finale of How to Get Away with Murder, which had the highest ratings they've had, and uh, it was a very twisty finale. I don't know what happened, but I mean, people tuned in just to watch yeah. that. So I, but I, I couldn't watch it because I every moment I had, I had to devote. To Outlander. To Outlander. And I did watch, um, I, think I, I think I tweeted a photo of um, Robert Redford in his tousled oh, yes. hair and his aviators in a denim jacket, Three Days of the Condor. If He, he is on, ba- on the Again, screen. Again, thank you, Natalie Wood. Yeah. He's yeah. so beautiful so, on screen. So yep. beautiful. And Cliff Robertson, who's in that movie, and Faye Dunaway... Cliff Robertson, his hair, Casey had to Google it. He thought for sure it was a toupee. It reminded him of one of your dad's. Yes. He just had a, a kind of a Brillo pad. Yes. Isn't it hair. funny how we have these hair traumas? He's like, that can't be real. I've got to <laughs> Google him. And then the other old movie that we did watch was The Getaway with Steve McQueen and Allie McGraw, the movie They Fell in Love. Could you see their chemistry? Oh, could you ever? And, you <laughs> know, whatever. Ever. Could you ever? Darling. And whatever. Whatever station it was on, whatever uh, cable thing, they blurred out Allie McGraw's nipples because, um, you know, she's a boyish built, small breasted, and she would, that was a look in the 70s and going braless. Well, so they blurred out the nipples nipples on a t shirt? Yes. Oh, I was thinking, yes, they pixelated everything. I mean, we were just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. But whatever. That movie was, that was kind of. You know, that's a movie where the, uh, you know, the quote-unquote bad guys get away with it. You're, you're yeah, rooting you for them the like, whole way. You, you kind of love that. Okay, so what, now, Holly, I don't know if you met Natasha Dust Me Off. <laughs> we haven't met formally, no. Well, Natasha Dust Me Off, Julia. Yeah, say, you please get... She's from get, where? Russia, Odessa. Uh, I can't do it. Say Odessa, it. Russia. I did not say where I was from, but yes, I did do, uh, I did do, I did do a, a video today, I... We posted it. I, I yeah. felt kind of sparkly. I, I'm working on one for lady exercise. You know, I, I'm still so many props, Julia. I mean, I had to bring in fishnets, high heels, little gloves, my wig, mascara for a mole, dig up some glasses, find the apron. Do, does anything have to be blurred in this video? No, no, <laughs> no but she, Lori, I'm telling you, you look like you're 36. 
in these wigs. Oh, for goodness. The red wigs. I am 36. That's right. What are you talking about? Here's just a little uh, gossip uh, about Outlander because people really, it the way it ended, it's 1772 and Claire. And Jamie are laying in bed naked together. Oh, you're was... not going to tell Sienna. Well, no, I'm not. Oh. But I'm just telling you, it, it 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 it's a cliffhanger kind of a thing. So Kimber wrote to us and said, "There's a there's talk that the whole Outlander cast and crew will get tested, then quarantined together in Scotland, starting in the fall." And then she said to, f- to safely film. Season six, P.S. I may be starting the rumor. <laughs> and I love it. But, you know, that's what, because we kind of heard Tyler Perry's going to do that. You're going to yeah. bring everyone to a location, test them, quarantine them, if they, and then and then start working. Yeah. It's a way to protect everyone, but to get production back going. Right. Yeah. So I think that might be the way they're just going to have dorms. Yes. Dormitory life. Yeah. And then uh, I heard from a friend of mine, Lemley, you know, yes. Flower yes. Market Greenhouse. They have a place down at the Minneapolis Farmer's Market. But the farmer mar- the farmer's markets are doing one way and there's you have to park. And he just said people are just coming out to his greenhouse in Woodbury because you kind of have to park a ways. And it's, it's heavy to carry your pots and stuff if you're going to the farmer's markets. And We're used to be able it. to yes. just drive up and get it. And I told her I had my, you know, like my Gertens experience. So, yeah, he said a lot of people are going because he's got a smaller place and it's not the schlepping. But, it, you know, I mean, I did want to, I do want to do some gardening. I want to make some pots. Well, it, I got to do my we, window We box. need to have some nice weather. Yeah, we're going to, Joel. Yes, we are. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Monday. I was like, how did it get to be Monday? Uh, it seemed like it was a long time coming, and then it kind of went by fast. Yeah, on the what? slowest Sunday of the world. Yesterday. <laughs> Just a conundrum this and today thing. is the 18th. Right. The dates, everything is all mixed up. It is Monday. And I wonder if anyone went to Rosedale. You know, they opened today. I, yeah, I don't and know. And a lot of our retailers have been, you know, all the retails open today. I wonder, I want to go check it out. But they're, they've got like, you can only, you go and go in one side of Rosedale. And right. And they're doing the screening and stuff. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. It just depends on what, like, right. if, what you... I need shoes. Yeah. I need tennis shoes. Really tennis bad, shoes. and I want to try them on. I don't want to buy them online. You know, I want to go find a pair that right. fits instead of doing all the returning. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. Um, okay, so this, I don't know why this story made me happy this morning when I saw it, but I just was like, this couple, they live together. They raise dogs together. They've been together three years. They're... Hipster vegan environmentalists, and that is Joaquin Phoenix oh. and Bruni Mara are having a baby. So I, excited. Very excited. They Somebody confirmed it. They're six months along. Yeah. They're so private, of course. And she's 35 and he's 45. And they met on originally on the set of that weird Spike Jones movie, Her. Where Joaquin was the guy and and Scarlett Johansson was like his the voice body, on his, his iPhone. His, he was like Siri. Oh, was yeah, his, yeah. That Basically, was a, I never saw that movie. It just looked too weird. It was weird. Did you see it, Ali? I did. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Spike Jones is weird. You gotta be in the mood yeah. for it. 
I it went, even went to the theater uh, that one, and uh, Casey was like, "You're not picking." Oh, you the, did. You're not picking the next movie for a while. I believe is what he told me. <laughs> but so they Joaquin, we have such a different taste, the three of us. Yeah, Joaquin and Rooney met on that movie, but then the sparks flew when they filmed Mary Magdalene. Did anyone see that movie? I don't know. It ever got released. It did very quietly. Yeah. And uh, she was playing Mary Magdalene, and uh-huh. of course he was Jesus. And they they live in the Hollywood Hills, and yes, she, they're she, having she a baby. Kinda, well, she kind of liked him, but was too sh- shy to say anything. And she's one of the twins, the Mara twins. Um, they're not twins. Aren't they? No, Rooney and Kate Mara are not twins. They're sisters, but they're not twins, nor do they look anything like each Gosh, other. Gosh, I thought they were twins. And you're sure about that? I am right. 100% sure All right, I have sure to look, that. because you're saying it like you're so sure that you I might am, not be sure. Julia, it is, they're not <laughs> twins. One of you is right. Yeah, All they're right. not twins. They're Wait, not the Who's same right, age. Allie? They're not a divided ovum. Okay. Lori's correct. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. But and they're very, I'm very excited for these cute. guys. Yes, and I believe they are engaged. Yeah. You know, remember they said that they were engaged. So anyway, so. It's nice to see him be happy. I feel like he had so and much she's angst. the only girl he ever looked up on the internet. He admitted that. He'd never looked up a girl online before. So I think that's just Very so sweet. cute. And they are not responding to the numerous requests that have been made by outlets to comment on it. They are not. Remember, she's this little goth wood sprite. Oh, she totally is. <laughs> totally, totally, totally is. Okay, uh, Roger Friedman um, from Showbiz 411 you know, con the Cannes Film Festival would be going on right now, you guys. Yeah. The fashion, the gossip, the movies, Leonardo. The yacht just, parties. The yacht parties. None of that's happening. But here's what Roger Friedman is saying. If there had been a Cannes Film Festival, okay. the movie that would have gotten a standing ovation last night at the Palais, which is when it was scheduled to play, is Spike Lee's De Five Bloods. And he said Chaz McBoseman would have been the toast of the French Riviera with lots of Oscar buzz. So do you know about this movie, Did Five Bloods, Holly? The trailer just dropped today. And you know what? I'll put it up on our show links okay. tomorrow at mytalk1071.com. It looks amazing. It does look. So yeah. here's, here's, uh, it, here's in the trailer, the song that you'll recognize is Time Has Come Today. And the movie is described as the story of four African-American vets who returned to Vietnam searching for the remains of their fallen squad leader, played by Chadwick Boseman. So obviously there's flashbacks and the promise of buried treasure. And our heroes, joined by the Chadwick Boseman, the guy who dies in Vietnam, by his son, battle the forces of man and nature while confronting the lasting ravages of the immorality of the Vietnam War. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's da, D-A, and then the number five. Yes. I'm like, what? Are, I was like trying to Google it, defy. Yeah, and then... Uh, it uh, looks good. Uh, the guy who plays Eddie, the, his name is Norm Lewis... Um, Roger writes, Norm Lewis, if there's a God, you'll get a nomination too. If you don't know, know Norm Lewis, he's a Broadway superstar and the most criminally underrated actor in the world. This movie is coming out on Netflix, which, you know, um, they did another spike. They, they, yeah, they, they've done some other ones. With yeah, him. they did. Because, and it's coming out. It is coming out. So anyway, uh, um, that's just what would have happened, he said, if there'd been a Cannes Film Festival going on. That would have been the movie. I miss Red Ca- I do miss fashion. Oh, I we miss do, everything, Joy. There isn't one thing we don't miss. Oh, I man. Mean, um, and then in a little other Hollywood gossip, so Jodie Comer plays Villanelle in Killing Eve. She is supposedly going to play... The uh, the young Charlize Theron character. What's the, what's her name for? For Misa or Furiosa? Furiosa in this prequel that they're going to do for Mad Max. So I think that would be pretty good. Like she, I could see her. I think she's such a badass. She is beyond. She she's, is. Uh, she's so good in and that she show. She always has a smirk. A shocking thing happened, but I'm back. I'm a couple episodes behind. Have you seen when she meets her family? No, no. So okay. you saw the pitchfork. Yes, that's yeah. all we're going to say. I, I, I almost died. I thought, because it, the show opened this year with such a big wow, and then yeah. the pit, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, who's going to be left? Right. They really are not one to, you know, bat an eye killing off the main characters on that show. I know. They, there's a lot of killing. And uh, Tara Reed is talking. She would like to play Carol Baskin oh, I love in it. Tiger King, but I don't know if it's the Tiger King opposite Nicolet Cage or... Or the other, uh, there's because there's like a couple. Anyway, her manager told, they said, we she is being considered. That is all I can say at the moment is casting is on hold. Listen, she could use something. Yeah. That's an optimist's take. It well, really is. She's, there's, she's someone. Yeah. I don't know. First of all, Carol Baskin is a uh, voluptuous woman. Tara Reid is not known for any curves, really, except for maybe her boobs. She's a very thin woman, Tara Reed. But she can be trashy looking. Well, there's no question. But I think it'd be kind of fun. All right. Well, there's she, she, well she's like a Sharon Stone. Not, not even, I'm not even going to say it. I didn't mean it that way. Take that. <laughs> I mean, back. she could use some help. She could no. use a role, couldn't no. she? Well, yeah, but no, no. Okay, that was a bad analogy. That was bad. Doesn't even make any I'm fired. sense. Fire. Damn it. Uh-huh. All right, listen. Bad. We are going to talk to a couple of musicians. They're doing something cool uh, to raise money for hunger relief for Second Harvest Heartland. We're going to talk about this uh, uh, digital album called Bands for Cans, Volume 1. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we are, boy, I love it. Julia, I think you said this the other day. There's nobody like the musicians in this town to stand up 
and try and help people out. And right now, um, we have Patrick Davis, who's a guitarist in, you know, my new favorite band, The Bad Man. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hey, how are you? We're, we're doing good. And then I think Chris Bates is also joining us, who's a bass player on n- numerous uh, things around town, and he's playing on one of the songs. It's on Band for Cans. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. Okay, so... Tell us how this came about, because this is a 15-track uh, CD, and we're going to try and find Holly's going to get uh, Love is a Law by the New Standards. But, you know, how the idea, you know, came up, who the money's going to, how we buy it, you know, so I don't know who wants to start. Patrick? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so, David Mellick is kind of the common connection between Chris and I, and he was talking to somebody at the food shelf in his town. And they pointed out um, the buying power that those groups have to get about $9 worth of food for every dollar cash donation. And he was kind of inspired by that Mm -hmm. um, piece of information and uh, got in touch with the two of us. And we started talking about ways to to make a difference and um, came up with the idea of putting some compilation records together. Um, So we put this one out today. Yes. and that's at mnmah.bandcamp.com. You got to say that okay. again. Uh, mnmah.bandcamp.com. Okay. That's how we get it. Are these? Is this a digital where we'll get the 15 songs digitally? Is that it? Yeah, at this point, we're just doing digital okay. stuff. It's kind of the, the best solution for the current situation. Right. Now, much are, what, are we, what are we paying? Like, uh, what is it for the 15 songs? Well, it's $12. $12 okay. And, uh, and you can always pay more on the Bandcamp platform, which is a cool feature they have. Yes. And So it's ahead, a Joyce. compilation of uh, different Minnesota musicians of rare and unreleased tracks from 15 Minnesota artists and all sales benefiting Second Harvest. Heartland, um, thank you so much for what you guys are doing because we talked. we've been talking to a lot of People in bands who are out of out of a job right now, out of business, and having mm-hmm. to be really unique and trying to find ways for their own personal income. But I find we've been talking to so many of you guys; everyone's giving back. So this yeah. is just yet another way. But these are these are unreleased songs. Do you have something? What's your song, hon? Which one, Patrick Which one, or Chris? Pat? Well, all right. Well, who wants, <laughs> I was seeing who would respond to hon, and are either you single? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I am, uh, this is Chris talking, and uh, Pat, yeah, we we put this whole thing together, and we we have right now 35 songs or something oh, like okay. that from different artists, and so uh, we just started kind of reaching out to tons and tons of people over the last two months, and sort of when we got this idea of brainstorming and coming together, and uh, it's been a really cool process. Everybody we've reached out to has wanted to participate and has been eager to uh, give us a track. And so we are just hoping that this goes a long way towards helping people understand that, you know, there is uh, food insecurity issues all across the country and especially here in Minnesota. And we have a lot of, uh, different groups that suffer from these uh, 
what I don't even know how to describe it just from these problems and these issues and uh, people can give money directly to the food shelf if they want. They can buy food if they need to mm-hmm. uh, and donate. But this was an idea of like, how can we provide the thing that a lot of people seem to be looking for at this time, which is comfort and uh, some sense of place uh, and music tends to do that for a lot of people. And this just came together in such a magical way as usual with Dave Mellick involved. Uh, and so it just has been a really fun process uh, to figure it all out. Yeah, I I love that, you know, that you've formed this musicians against Minnesota musicians against hunger. And, you know, just like any great compilation um, album, you're getting something that you'd never be able to buy in any other way. Yeah, you could maybe some of these songs might be available here and there. The money's going for a good cause. Like, um, name drop some of the, obviously, The Bad Man has a song on there. Um, but some yeah. of the other peop, uh, musicians that, that are participating in this. Uh, yeah, one of the cool, one of the coolest things that I think is on there is uh, Pat actually has a new solo project called Shoot Bone. And uh, he did a Prince cover. It's the only cover on the record, uh, and it sounds awesome, and it's just fun to hear Pat do something that's not what we kind of recognize from the bad man with him, which is this aggressive, rowdy rock and roll. Right. <laughs> uh, we got track a track from Mark Malman on there that's totally slamming. We got a great... Uh, track the new standards love it's the law version is from their holiday show a few years ago which features their whole cast of guest musicians and i think this one actually has the Cuda del norte the uh brazilian drum line that's based here in minnesota featured on part of that um what else is on there Oh is there gosh. a replacement? <laughs> uh, no, no replacement, okay. unfortunately. Okay. Uh, we haven't been able to knock those home runs out of the park, but that's an interest <laughs> that we have going forward is, uh, you know, just email us at bandsforcansmn.gmail.com and you and and tell us you have a song. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're looking for... Uh, any kind of music, but, uh, you know, we hope that it's professionally recorded and mastered and ready to go and that, uh, you know, and that's all we need to know. And we're just excited to try to gather up more songs and maybe keep this going. We have a plan to release another volume because of the, because of the amount of tunes that we have, we have another volume that we're working on curating right now. And, we hope to release that in two to four weeks and just kind of keep this going during this time uh, to try to just create more awareness about all this and give more money to Second Harvest. Yeah, I love it. And I also love that you guys, that because maybe Julia and I are the people of a certain age that spent Sundays with Greasy Meal at the Caboose that you guys have, uh, <laughs> that you have their song beat. And of course, you know, the late Brian Gallagher was in mm-hmm. that band and he's on the tune and so I love. I mean, I really do like the eclectic mix of music that you guys put together. 
It's really good. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's well, so Pat, what go is, ahead. <laughs> okay, so what is is it weird? I mean, it's got to be hard for you guys who are used to performing and and doing stuff. I mean, are you doing any um, you know, curbside concerts or cold <laughs> cul-de-sac drive-bys or anything? Um, no curbside concerts yet on on uh the bad man or 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 my end. Um, but it definitely it's a it's a huge shift for for us and yeah. and a lot of the artists just to go from 700 miles an hour mm-hmm. nonstop kind of gigging and writing and recording and thinking about music to just an almost complete stop. So I guess one of the things um, that we, that we got out of that was some time to put things together like this. And there's like you guys said, a ton of musicians just doing really cool work to try to get the communities together and, and support good causes. So, yeah, but it does, it does really seem like uh, the musicians, you guys are, you, you and the restaurant people are, you're always the fastest out of the gate to stand up and try and help. And how about people? And the artists. I mean, it's just it's kind of just amazing. Kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. And the food insecurity is, is very real. And you know, it, that's just kind of the thing that I think people don't always understand Mm -hmm. that you could possibly be leasing an okay car and living in an okay place. But then all of us, I mean, so there is all of that with food insecurity that I think people don't understand. And like you said, the money goes so much further. They can buy so much with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's really a a big issue and and kind of a, um, like you said, there's people making a decision on whether they're going to, pay rent or get groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if, if, I, I want to just ask right. Pat though, what, what song do you cover by Prince on the bands for cans volume one? What is the song? Uh, this is, we, we did pop life. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was love that song. Dave, David, who produced some of the Batman stuff. Um, our last record and the one we're working on, I've been staying out here with him and working on this project and we've been spending the, the witching hours, um, kind of working on other tunes and we decided to give this one a crack. You know, Pat, did your mom tell you that, you know, she knows Lori from Lori and Julia. So you just better call, you know, send those girls a tweet or a text or something. Was it your mom who gave you the idea to talk to us? Yeah, I think it might've been my dad. Um, and <laughs> okay. she, mm-hmm. they're both, they're both fans. So they're very excited to be listening in right now. All right. So well, you say hi to them. Hi, folks. Hi, hey, folks. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. <laughs> there you go. Well, again, you know, yeah. how people can get this digital uh, music, you go to Minnesota Musicians Against Hunger. Hunger. There's a website, but just that's easiest. Yeah. And I then it's it bands um, for cans, and there's a physical. It's, the logo's really cool, like a spam can. Yeah. But it says bands for cans, and 100% of the proceeds go to Second Harvest. Thank you for what you guys are doing. It's amazing. Thank you for having us. And thanks for being on our show. We can't wait to have Lori come up and sing with you live. (laughs) She's got a great voice and she wants to so bad. (laughs) So if you ever see her, don't listen to her. Put her up on the stage. She loves to sing live. I'm strictly a dancer. Oh, liar. She loves to do it. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll keep our eyes on the email for your submission then. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Chris. Again, Bands for Cans, Minnesota Musicians Against Hunger. Um, And... uh, We'll be right back.
for that song. We saw him on the beach in Malibu. And we were like, what is he doing? Remember, we there were like people Pictures. in bikinis. And, yeah. Well, it was this video. And mm-hmm. we said, it's not warm in Malibu. It looks warm. The sun is out. But January in Malibu, just because no, it's Malibu. I mean, when you live right there, 68 degrees feels cold, Julia. Oh, I'm well aware. You have to have your sweater and your Uggs on. And your Uggs <laughs> on. Anyway, it's dedicated to touching. And this was in the it's nostalgic time when we were able to touch. And it makes you want to have a piece of strawberry. And, oh, gosh, it's so good. It's He's kind of just flat out dreamy. He's dreamy. Yeah, he is. He is dreamy. And, um, you know, have we, when, I don't know, it's been a long time. When we were talking to those guys about Bands for Cans, the digital album yeah. for Minnesota Musicians Against Hunger. And he said that the uh, sub, the new standards, they do the jazzy interpretations. Have you heard the Love is the Law? I have, in but a we while? should play it. Yeah. Well, it's our theme song. Yeah, it's our it's theme song. song. It's a suburb song. The new standards, they do perform it, and it's kind of this jazzy, but they said that this was from their Christmas show yes. a couple years ago, and they were the first ones to go, yeah, here, take this track. Okay, let's, you know? can we listen to it, Holly? Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Love, it's almost like dreamy, mm-hmm. you know. Thanks, Holly. Yeah, the xylophones and the, the dreaminess. Oh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> isn't it? So yeah. that's the first track on that band's uh, for cans. If uh, you know you're just wanted to hear what that sounded like, and watermelon. I, I think it's a great way to do a donation because you get something. Yeah, you know, you get an album, right? Of, and of local music, and these are tracks that you, they're not sharing anywhere else. So that's right. really cool. It's very cool, and you know, we all we had gotten from Harry about watermelon sugar was just a lonely table on a beach. That was the teaser mm-hmm. with the water. It's a table with a tablecloth dressed up on oh, a beach. Yeah. He's beautiful. We love, 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 love And everyone's him. like in vintage 70s floppy hats and high-waisted bikinis, and they're feeding each other watermelon, and they're dance, dancing and splashing in the ocean. Holly posted that for for your viewing pleasure, but you will not... Be disappointed. Okay, can we just talk for a minute since we're talking about music? So American Idol finale was on last night. And um, Katy Perry is just, she was in a 1960s um, daisy frock that was um, a halter dress. She's very pregnant, obviously, while she's filming this show. So she wasn't in any funny, kitschy thing. Good. She dresses kitschy always. You know, she always has stuff. But um, they did the We Are the World song because that hasn't been done on the air what was it like 35 years or something yeah, I don't that, know. this is the mid 80s or and something it, and if you remember at the time it was the haiti um hurricane that seemed like it was the end of the world at that time i mean remember how big of a deal that was just horrible devastation is that, what that, was for? that was what that mm-hmm. was for and um and so they tried they did it last night and i thought they kind of had some sex success with the zooming and trying to incorporate all the different musicians during the idol thing Yeah, I didn't like it, Julia. I watched Taylor Swift's uh, City of Lover, and she was in Paris. It was from her Paris concert. It was really good. Did you watch it, Holly? No, I didn't. It was kind of good, actually. Well, she is a really good performer. She really was, and it was edited, and you felt like you were there, and then she did like the cutaway shots of herself having fun in Paris. It was a little bit of a travel log. I couldn't take the frenetic of that American Idol. Either could Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I saw his one eye. He did look like he was having a stroke or something. Yeah, when you watch the video, so watching it out of context, you're like, 
That's, something's going on. It was here. from multiple everything, and then um, yeah. So the rumor was that he might have had a stroke, but he did it. Well, that was the rumor on right. Twitter with people who were clacking away at their their keyboard, yeah. you know, or their phone. Yeah. Well, as a person who has had a migraine live on the air and slurred my words, is that right, Holly? Yeah. Happened maybe like, gosh, probably three or four years ago. And I was trying here on my talk. Wow. And so, I mean, something could have happened. We don't know what it is because nobody is a doctor and we don't even play one on TV. Right. That's true. And he's doing (laughs) the Disney sing along. He's doing Kelly and, you know, Ryan and Kelly. And then to zoom all these. uh, He looked, he looked disheveled. Okay. Cause when I, cause I tuned in like when there were 15 minutes left, cause I wanted to see who the final two were. Yeah. And he he did look very disheveled and just exhausted. Yeah. I would be just exhausted. I you know, he's what 38 years old. He's 45. It's, he is not. Yes, yeah. he is, Julia. He's a teenager like you. Yeah. You uh-huh. don't know their age. Uh, they just have right. anniversaries. Wow, yeah. but he he really I just I've just felt for him cuz he's like, "Ugh." It looked kind of like he, he just He wasn't on with Kelly this morning. Mark Consuelos. Luckily, yeah. she's right there quarantining together and he he filled uh, you know, in. He filled in for her. Yeah. And, and Kelly just said, you know, he's been doing 1,100 jobs and he had a late night last night. That's all she said. Oh, yeah. What else could you say? Yeah. Nothing. 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 He probably did have a splitting headache and maybe he does get uh, got a migraine. There's nothing worse than a migraine. I've never had one. Oh. Oh, Lord. oh. No, I never have. <laughs> you feel like you're going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's in your eyes. Right. And the, your top of your forehead. And you just feel like, how is this possible? Everything is horrible. Well, oh, well, you're lucky that you've never had one of those. Uh, do you I'm think glad he's okay? Because that I like him. Yeah. Do you think that um, Liza Manilli knows about this story that uh, a peace choir a few weeks ago had a citywide sing along in New York to New York to New York, New York, but they sang with Frank Sinatra his version. Okay. And. You know, that song Liza was, Minnelli it was written it. Yes. specifically yes. for Liza Minnelli by Candor and Ebb. And um, so last month, the Peace of Heart Choir, which they sang the Sinatra version, and they got quite a few of Liza's fans very, very I listened upset. to Frank probably more than Liza's version. Well, the choir got the message because people were yelling at them, even though they were doing a good thing. And in their second scheduled city sing-along that they do with a couple of stations in New York City, you know, because it's, you know, they they performed the Liza version you know, from the 1977 Martin Scorsese film, co-starring Robert De Niro and Old Blue Eyes, recorded his cover version in 1979, and that plays at the end of the Yankees game. Okay, I'm going to just be honest. Yeah. You know what Liza should be doing? It's like, here's what Joel Gray said about it. It's the best. Joel Gray um, was reached at his West Village apartment. He said, I'm glad they came to their senses. It's Liza's song. Sinatra was born in Hoboken and lived in Beverly Hills. 
The song ain't called New Jersey, New Jersey, or L.A., L.A. <laughs> but more than not, often than not, you hear the Frank Sinatra version of it. You really do. I think... What, I'm just giving Liza like, her due. Listen, and- here's what Liza should do. Okay, so I don't know if you guys saw Leslie Jordan's Insta post um, this morning when he was talking about, I'm just sitting here... Well, hell, I'm just sitting here decorating. You know, what am I to do? And he and he shows us this. And right over here, and there's this huge, huge portrait of um, a young, it looks like a man, a Taiwanese man. And, he's, and here's one hung low. And I tell you, and it's just the funniest. It's It looks like a beautiful piece of art, you know? Yeah. And, and then next to him, I'm just going to put cows. And he's just showing how he's decorating. He says, when I used to drink and do drugs, one hung low's eyes would follow me. And I'd have to flip the picture over backwards so he'd quit looking at me. But one hung low. I mean, he's so funny. He's so funny. You have to follow on Instagram if you want, if you just want to have giggles. He posts like twice a day. Yeah, he does. He's hysterical. Today he was We'll be back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.